Disney is ruining my day every I think we should bring back that TikTok sound that's like I'm mad at Disney you remember that from like the middle of the pandemic I think we need to bring it back that like cringy one yeah it's super cringe and I think we need to make it about the strikes guys welcome back we're a week late because anna be busy and so here we are a week after the finale of stars on mars we're going to chit chat about it have a little discussion of the last three episodes maybe tease what's coming for survivor season 45 you don't know we'll find out in a second but let's get into it we're just going to have a quick little freewheel and chat we've missed you guys we're excited to get back into weekly episodes soon so they're coming we just you know you had to enjoy the summer i hope you guys did and let's Let's wrap up Stars on Mars season one. Maybe we'll end with deciding if we think they should have a season two. That's where this is headed. Stay tuned. Oh, we were going to do a little draft, weren't we? I did not prepare for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think it's getting a season two. Spoiler alert. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think you needed to prepare. We can do it on our own. You have the rest of the episode to think about it. I didn't really think about it either. So we'll come together. No worries. Stacey, Anna, what's your initial thoughts on the final three episodes? Anna, do you want to start? You sounded like you had thoughts. Yeah, sure. My, I mean, my I can I, I can sum up my thoughts pretty quickly. I think <laughs> my, like I said, I don't know if it'll make the episode, but I'm kind of glad that we're done talking about this show. In past episodes, I I do think I've emphasized that like it's been fun to watch, but it has been a show that if it's not currently on in front of my eyes, occupies zero space in my mind. Like it pays rent in my mind when it's not on TV. Like, it's not forefront of my mind. And I think in watching the final couple episodes, which I did, like, literally a couple hours ago, so they're pretty fresh, and yet I remember nothing. I think that's kind of emblematic of the whole season. And I think my biggest beef with the season, which I guess is just the series, since there's only one season, like, to talk about, is my feelings never changed like, my opinion of the show didn't didn't evolve as we watched it. You know what I mean? Like, there was – it didn't get more enticing the deeper we got into it, the closer we got to the final episode. I wasn't like, wow, I can't wait to see what happens. Like, from beginning to end, it was like, what a fun, weird show. What are they doing? And that's how I felt in the finale. And especially, oh, my God, once we learned what they were winning and what the final challenge was. <laughs> I can't say I was shocked. But I can say I was disappointed, even though I pretty much saw that coming. But it just, you know, like I said, it was, it didn't evolve or entice me more with each episode. And I do think that that is the sign of a bad show. So as much fun as we had, it's a bad show, which we kind of knew. So we're not really learning anything, but excited to talk about it now and probably never again. I mean, you have just guaranteed them a season two, Anna, but let's get into it Stacey what did you think I think on our last recording I said this was the best show of the summer (laughs) I would like to retract that and uh, (laughs) and I would like to retract that and assign that to claim to fame that's a whole other conversation claim to fame needs another season they've already had two they should have a third but stars on mars the other Hulu show that rhymes, Stars on Mars, it did start to lose its energy for me. It just, I don't know. Like, I still like a lot of the people that were on it. 
but I I really think it was just like two episodes too long. I think they just tried to add into or like keep it going and force more things to happen. And it just it was like I lost my interest by that episode by the last two, really. So also I was set I, you know, I wanted Portia to win. <laughs> so it also was just disappointing at the end. But I would probably watch a season two if they had it. But I, you know, it's not it. It it had promise. <laughs> and then it kind of disappointed, I would say. So they're also I think you just said this, but I mean, there has to be an award like there's to be a prize. What are, like in American reality television, <laughs> we have cash prizes. So that's my other thought. I cannot believe the two of you were not excited to be brightest star in the universe and be told that by none other than William Shatner that wasn't prize enough for you I I don't understand how how did they not get paid how did they not get something your reward was to send a message to America which by the way they were terrible like what what also nowhere did that actually play I that was the wildest sequence of all anyway (laughs) Like, there's no way that talk about that specifically after your like give your initial thoughts and then we need to talk about okay we're gonna come back to the prize like that is the first thing we're talking about yeah I think realistically they set you up for Portia to win and then she couldn't get it done in the final 20 minutes of the show which was pretty heartbreaking um especially since she couldn't answer what the names of the moons on Mars were and i just need to know if she picked Ariana and Grande or the other one that was just very clearly not the names um, um Monica and Chandler that's it like i was like you can't have picked either of those like Portia you're a human in 2023 the answer is clearly the one that is not a pop culture reference and she got it wrong and that's when i said we're going to lose Portia right here right now she she missed that one oh yeah only Adam and Tanache got it. Oh, God. And I was like, Portia, this is where we lose you. This is where you don't even get the opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. And that's going to really hurt me. Because Nick, Nick was watching with me because he was like getting ready to leave. And he goes, I'm sorry, did she just miss that moons question? And I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> hard for sure. And he was like, yikes. So I think I'm in a similar boat. It did feel too long. Like 12 episodes was too many. But we also know with the writer strike. Shout out to WGA and SAG Astra. Get your coin, friends. But like, I think they're like trying to fill space. Like the Challenge USA is currently airing twice a week. You know what I don't need to be watching twice a week? The Challenge USA. I love the Challenge USA, but like, I don't need to be watching that twice a week. So I think realistically, like it just, it was filling time. And I also think we didn't need a second batch of people coming in. So it just felt a little bit weird. Like there were just weird aspects to it that I maybe would change if I were going to do it again. But overall, like it was fine. I felt, I think Anna, you described it really well. Like when I was watching it, I enjoyed it. When I wasn't watching it, I didn't think of it ever. Whereas like I watched Heartstopper season two and my whole popular page on Instagram is just clips of that television show because I like every single one of them. I will watch it again and again. And I'll just sit there and be like, Charlie and Nick, they're in love. Like, I'll just watch it. I'll just sit there and watch it. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? If someone showed me a clip of Stars on Mars, I'm scrolling away. I'm scrolling away. I don't need to I don't need to see it. I saw it already. I saw the whole show. So that's kind of where I'm at. So those are my initial thoughts. But like, let's be honest, the last three episodes, it's all building to the end and trying to figure out like what's happening. And honestly, the most interesting parts are 
the fact that we're playing for nothing and the fact that William Shatner completely shatters the illusion that we're on Mars by just walking around with no spacesuit. So let's I didn't even this. notice that. I did that that at didn't even register point, for me. No, Anna, at some point, someone goes, the AI makes a joke about it and she goes, he's like, oh, let's see if I wrote down what she called him. Like Hold a on. ghost? <laughs> no, 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 no. She goes, Oh my gosh, where did she say it? Shows uh, how much attention I pay. Sorry. I don't know if I have the exact quote, but basically the AI was like, he doesn't need a spacesuit because he's been to space so often. And I was like, that's kind of funny. It was funny, but I was like, again, <laughs> Portia and them are still acting like they're actually on Mars. They could have at least given him like the helmet. The helmet, but no. Woof. He didn't have to have that. He said, I'm not doing that. And they said, okay, we'll write it into the AI script. I'm glad that he shows up, though, because remember our first recording, we were like, what if he just pre-recorded all of these and doesn't even like know what it works? Like, isn't a part of it. Yeah, and I also think his reverence for the brightest star on the in the galaxy, when he said that, it was like, it sounded like a prize. It wasn't. Two points. The first is that him not having a spacesuit gave the same energy as when they showed that flashback clip being like, and this is the button that kills you, but we disabled it before we had enabled it because everyone was pressing the button. But today the button works again because we turned it back on. <laughs> and like that clip of Ronda Rousey punching the button, hilarious. The AI script, too much. Like leave the whole thing out. Just be like, here's a new button. Say it just showed up. Don't show us a clip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't. What are you trying to do? Second. A lot. They're it was the moment when Shaddy Daddy is revealing to them, like, and if you win, you become the brightest star in the universe. And he paused and he was like, and you get a badge. I'm out. I'm out. I lost it. I was like, I could text you guys about it right now. Or we could talk about it in two hours because it's so infuriating. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he hit us with the, and you get to give a speech to the earth from Mars. I was like, isn't this whole show a speech to the earth from Mars? Have they not That's been doing that in their, their like, in their like celebrinaut logs? <laughs> also, that was giving Avatar so hard. Like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. The first movie where Sam Worthington is talking into the camera, like for 45 minutes of that three hour film. Like, <laughs> don't talk shit about Avatar. <laughs> I love Avatar. I have no shame. <sighs> anyway, but yeah, I, I cannot believe after all this time they were playing for a final badge and they stared at it. Like it's in that like trophy case and they mm -hmm. all put one of their like things that they're going to leave there as if they went on a real mission. And there's that badge that says brightest star in the universe. And like, they all stare at it with, I don't Glee, know, awe. Admiration. Like, like, I'm going to get it. And I'm like, I'm like, Adam Rapon, you won Dancing with the Stars. You have a mirror ball trophy. You don't need this. Doesn't he have like a freaking he Olympic a medal? He has an Olympic medal. You don't like, need this. But he really wanted that badge, according to him. Here's the thing. I think he just gets competitive. <laughs> Which is fine when you're competing for something. On his season of Dancing with the Stars, he was kind of like, it's fine, it's fine. And then like week three, he was like, nah, I want to win. And it's like, okay, Adam, we all knew that. You're an Olympian. Like at some point you have this like desire to win. But I'm just like, for what? Also, does everyone else go home with their consolation prize badges from all the other challenges they finish? Like you just have to like, you're like, I went to Mars. Look at what I have to show for it. And then you show your friends. You're like, 
leadership badge. You know what's really unclear about that is that they never got to go back for their stuff when they got evicted. Or what was it called? Ejected? Uh, Evacuated? No. No, there was like a word where they were like, you're being... I put eliminated, but that's not what it is. There was a word that they use. It'll come to me. But it would be like, okay, bye. And then it would show them like walking through Mars with their flair and getting picked up. Like, (laughs) do they even get their badges? Do they even (laughs) get their stuff? Obviously they do. I don't, I don't, maybe but you don't do, are the badges, badges included in the house. Are the badges included when they're like, okay, yeah, here's your stuff. You can leave the house now. Mm. I also think you shouldn't be allowed to keep them if you quit. I'm talking to the six people who quit. So many, <laughs> so many quitters. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's so many quitters. I, I would quit too. Because you're not playing for anything. What's the point? who's who's little i don't even know what you call it memento that that they left behind whose was the best oh oh none of them um what what did they they? even leave porsche's was an ultrasound picture oh Oh yeah that was her baby because she was like i don't have any photos of us and i was like you are on a bravo tv show yeah certain a producer from bravo has a picture of you and your child and to I be fair maybe she didn't want to like have a picture of her child on national television but yeah. i think the child you can see them on the show no well, i was like it's not i was like, not, I was like on real housewives of atlanta how do you not have photos unless is she like not like was she just born before you left but i don't think so like i think she's old if so portia you look great so, I don't know. Um, if so, why are you leaving your child, your newborn baby, to be on fake Mars? Well, Ashley, brightest star in the universe. Well, Ashley Eyes was like one year old, I guess. But I mean, um, apparently, he's also very annoying, according to her own podcast. So, <laughs> also, um, Marshawn left the like swig of whiskey or something. Marshawn's really important to me. I Marshawn took this as seriously as I did, and I appreciated that about him. Someone left cards. What did oh Adams was like a picture of his his husband and dog? Was Sounds like it? they all left garbage. Ron, oh, not Rhonda. Um, Cora's or what's her name? Cat Cora. Cat. Cora. She hers was a her own cookbook. She was just promoting her cookbook. And honestly, work. <laughs> I my favorite her. Was the ultrasound. Honestly, well, that's so because random. Portia was the best part of this whole show. Yeah. In uh-huh. no like, I have no doubt in my mind that she was the only reason any of us watched. <laughs> what did Tanache leave? I don't remember at all. Tanache, yeah. Oh, I can't even think of the it. The final five were—I don't remember what Paul Pierce left either. Oh he, no, it was more than the final five though, because Marshawn went home. Yeah, Paul left the cards. He just left playing cards or something special. <laughs> I mean, Paul Pierce could—I I think he was <laughs> there with the gun to his head. I don't understand why he was there. <laughs> Dude, I could say that for all of them, except for Ariel Winter, who like very clearly <laughs> wanted to be there. Yeah. Everybody else. I don't and I don't know. Again, were they were they told there would be a prize and then there wasn't? Like they they I mean, they obviously received some kind of like appearance fee for participating because like how else do you do this show with no incentive? But like I I do think everyone who quit just was like, oh, nothing happens if I leave. And nothing happens if I stay. So exactly, like there was no, there's no reason for me to stay. Like what? Why? And like do I those, care about this? the people whose career it would help to be on the show. I don't 
think it would help enough. <laughs> like even those I don't think this show the had end, the reach that that would have needed. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. I so I go back and forth a lot too because like I also want to talk about how there was only one challenge that was singles, like that you were sort of capable of doing the challenge yourself and earning being mission critical or whatever, which Mm -hmm. I have issues with that. Same. But like, I didn't like that Paul got voted base commander right at the end and base commander was guaranteed safety. So, and so was his mission specialist cat, which also I think they bent the rules for them and let them win because they saved the dog in the 30 minutes because every other challenge you had to be back at base. And again, they saved the dog and it was like the countdown clock was on two seconds. There's no way they actually and... finished that challenge. Yeah. And Ariel didn't make it. That was the one where she like fell down, right? Yeah. But she that's the thing. Make like, it to every, the dog. Other challenge, every other challenge you've had to do the thing and then get back to your little buggy or cart or whatever and be everybody had to be there because that's what they were racing against the clock. But for this one, they were racing against the clock just to get the dog. And I was like, and the clock was wrong. The clock was wrong. That is the most blatant evidence of editing fail that I've saw on the show. It's like, there is no way they beat this challenge. There's no way they earned their stupid little badge today. This, I think this show, purely out of confusion and disdain, more than any other show we've watched or talked about, whether on the pod or outside of the pod, is a show that I want to hear from someone who worked Yes. On the set. Because something like that, like, did they, did the producers just say, like, by the way, this is timed. So, like, you better do it quickly. But, like, maybe they didn't have the timer. So, really, like, it wasn't timed. But they were just pressuring them, being like, oh, you only have, oh, I see what you're saying. Left. And then the actual countdown clock was just added in post. Cause in my Mm -hmm. mind, watching it, that's what it seems like. That, like there is no official timing but they're just being pressured to do it quickly yeah because they would say things like one more minute blah blah but it's like how do they have any concept of how much time they actually have left yeah or maybe we're all just cynical fools and they really did finish every single challenge with exactly one second left i just don't buy it for one single minute i really don't i don't, I don't trust one single celebrity in there that they could do any of these tests also Let's talk about the time frame. 30 minutes to get on a car, drive through the wilderness, find a hole, get down to your... Do- like, that's not enough time in an <laughs> ideal world. And what's his name? Paul is just sitting there, like, farting around. I was like, this is the worst base commander I've ever seen. I felt like Ariel Winter. I was like, I agree, Ariel. He's not very good. I say oh, we I get know. Portia on. We can do it. And she'll give us all the behind the scenes. I'm still not convinced, though, that they didn't think they were (laughs) something that they weren't and actually on Mars. Oh, my gosh. But yes, manifesting Portia on the pod. But also I need a I need a producer (laughs) or like a challenge director. Yeah, I do. Maybe they didn't have one. And that's the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I need to talk to the dream team, much like I need to talk to the dream team of Survivor. I do need to talk to the dream team of this show because I have questions. The questions I have for the Survivor team, though, are out of like admiration and fascination and like Mm -hmm. a genuine curiosity to know how did you guys do it? Like, how do you pull it off time and time again? My questions for the Stars on Mars team are like, when were you lying to us? Because we know it was at multiple points. Please tell me. (laughs) Just tell me when you lied to me. I won't be mad. I won't be mad, but I got to know. Yeah, I won't hold a grudge, but I do need to know the information. 
I do need to know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I felt like duped or something. It felt like something about the whole show. Obviously, it's like the audience is smarter. Like, we know they're not on Mars. We know that there are many aspects of this show that are a set or set up a certain way, like to be an illusion or an experiment simulating something else. Whatever. We're not dumb. But the times at which the show treated the audience like we were dumb, were irrelevant to the fact that it was a Mars simulation. Does that make any sense? But again, maybe we're just overthinking it and they really were just so close to the actual time of the challenges. But if not, I feel like they think we're stupid. This is how I felt watching Drag Race All-Stars season eight, whatever season was just on. Like, I don't, and this is part of the reason I don't watch The Bachelor anymore. I don't like feeling insulted as a viewer. Like you either don't think I'm smart enough or you don't think I'm, I don't know, smart enough feels like most of the time what they, they're like underestimating the intelligence of their audience. But I don't like when you pander to me because you think you know what I want from my television. Like, I don't like when you, you're like, well, this is what the audience wants. And I'm like, in no universe would I have asked for this yet here you are giving it to me. I'm like, who, who, what market research did you do? Who told you that this is what we want? Cause that's, that's not what we want. None of us want this. It's bad. It's bad. Like the bachelor was so bad about it that I stopped watching because I was like, you think we want this like vanilla milk toast man as the bachelor. And I'm just I'm so bored I could cry like no one wants this. No one wants to watch this mediocre white man find (laughs) love. Stop. Or like, why are you ruining this like fun, interesting person that is Matt James, who I follow on all social media and I'm obsessed with. When he was The Bachelor, he was so boring because they were like, this is what you want to see from him. Like, you want him to be like the sex symbol. I'm like, no, I want him to be the goofy nerd because I'm a woman. <laughs> because like, you don't understand the female gaze. So you're sitting here telling me I want this like hot guy. He is hot, but he's also a nerd. And like, that is what makes him attractive to women. That's why him and Rachel are still together. Like, I'm like, no. So yeah, I think, and the same thing happened in RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8. Like they they wanted Jimbo to win. And so the whole show, they're trying to write the narrative of Jimbo winning to the point where they're putting people in the middle or in the bottom of challenges. And it's like, they weren't the worst this week, but now I'm start. I now know that you're messing with this. Or like when we watched season 35, when Ben magically kept finding an idol, it was like, no, you put that there because you want to keep him. Like, I'm just, I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, it felt like that a little bit where you were like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm not I don't like being insulted. I don't like feeling like you think I'm dumb. Maybe that's too much thought for stars on Mars, but <laughs> frustrating. I don't know what else to discuss with it. We clearly didn't love it by the end. We really like if you listen to our first episode compared to this one, it's like a whole new show. Well, I was very excited. And then I feel like the budget decreased as the show went on. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the it beginning, felt like I, it got a little lazier. It got lazier. Yeah. Like the challenges weren't as funny or like the production value wasn't as high on them. I, you really lost me when we were filling in the holes from the asteroids and we were using shaving cream basically and bowls. <laughs> like I was like, no, I'm out. Like you really, you lost me on that one. Yeah, that was a bit of a downgrade from like when the entire greenhouse was like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. And then like replaced when they completed the challenge. Like that was that was a cool set change. That was that was fun. And then the shaving cream in the holes and then to end with like rearranging the satellites. That was boring. To send your message to Mars. 
that you thought too much and also not enough about oh no i mean the the satellites that were um lined up in the order of the planets oh i forgot about that one not even the transmission satellite just the like musical chairs satellite. i forgot about that like, one and there's and big then silver the stars on the ground the to mm-hmm. show you where to put them okay <laughs> <laughs> your light will go green when you have them in the right order <laughs> okay <laughs> that one you were really that challenge and then the last one Shaddy Daddy was pulling a Jeff Probst. And honestly, that was the best part of the episodes because he was like narrating and telling people to do it better and faster. And I was like, honestly, it would be stronger if Shaddy Daddy was here the whole time. Shaddy Daddy for base commander, for mission specialist. Honestly, (laughs) that would be more fair, I feel like. I don't think it was fair that the base commander got to decide who was mission critical in terms of like, the whole thought process was you need to be mission critical and then they would either only vote for people who were actually mission critical or they started to be like well also that person's my friend and I'm like you got to choose one or the other like I don't care what you choose but you got to choose one or the other I also feel like we didn't I wish we'd picked people that were a little bit more competitive Mm -hmm. I just feel like people people were afraid of hurting each other's feelings and I was like no one cares this is a fake mission where you get to be the brightest star in the universe. I do think having a prize would solve that. Yeah, maybe you're right. Any maybe kind right. any kind of stakes or even like a like a, a consequence for losing. There was no consequence. I think we talked about that in the one where they had to fill up the water and they didn't complete it, but they still got to keep the water that they got. So it, it was like literally what what is the point of competing in the challenges? Except maybe if you lose you chance going home which is called extraction by the way i remembered extraction, it yep. extraction yeah mm-hmm. so it was like okay well there's nothing to try and win for and there's nothing to try not to lose for how does that breed a competitive nature we also only saw them lose once also <laughs> in one of the final episodes i don't know if it was like last or second to last whatever when they were no because it was before marshawn left i think because it was when he and portia were counting rations Mm -hmm. and she was like making fun of him for counting on his fingers lol but then she was like we don't have we don't have enough food so we're gonna die at no point were we ever told what would actually happen if they if they misrationed their food there was always either more food or like there was no consequence it's not like on survivor where okay you didn't ration your rice correctly either you don't eat or Or bargain and there is a consequence or a sacrifice like there was just yeah. nothing. So what are we doing here? Well, because also there was a consequence. Well, I guess the consequence when you lost was that base commander was also up for elimination. Mm. Yeah. But we never like, yeah, I feel like something should have been taken away from them. They should have felt the brunt of losing, but they also only lost once because after that, I think they just doctored it. So and it didn't need to be lose. like, oh, if you, you know, lose or you don't get water or enough rations, you die and you're eliminated. Like there is a middle ground. Other shows have done it. We can figure this out. And I don't know if it was because they were celebrities that like they would have just left if they didn't have like an appropriate amount of food. Mm, but maybe. I don't know. There were changes that seemed like they could have been really easily implemented to give the show just like some kind of stakes. Yeah, the lack as far of as the challenges like, really wore on me by the end. Like I was just like, why are we doing this? Because there was no stakes and no prize. Yeah, no and stakes, no consequences. You no cannot prize. have all three. <laughs> you gotta have. Something. That's nothing. That's just watching people on a webcam. Like, 
That is what it was, though. (laughs) That actually is so accurate. And, like, that could have been a cooler show. Don't make them do challenges. Just make them do, like, daily life activities and have it be, like, whoever lasts the longest. Have them run a little bit low on food. Have them miss their families. They were quitting anyway, so make that the thing. And then whoever stays the longest, I don't know, gets something. I just can't believe they were playing for nothing. They were playing for a badge and a speech, okay? (laughs) Also, their speeches were bad. Their speeches were bad. And Adam had the gall to be like, I don't think Portia tried very hard on her speech. And I was like, did you try that hard? I saw yours. (laughs) Not good. They were so bad. And I say this with love because at the end, I wasn't I wasn't upset that he won. I was more upset that Portia didn't win. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm mad that Adam mm. won. I was just like, I'm just sad that Portia didn't win. She was your main character the whole show. She deserved it the most. And Portia, I think we had said in an earlier episode, like, Portia was such a good balance of talking about quote-unquote Mars seriously enough that you felt like you were part of the show but not so seriously that it was like aerial levels of overkill so if she were giving her speech at the end I would have been like oh this is fun like you were the perfect middle ground of like tongue-in-cheek I get what we're doing playful like haha we're on Mars but also like we can tell that you like are in on it in the perfect way exactly so for her like I feel like she's (laughs) she's the only person and Marshall and LOL, who if they had won, I would have been okay with there not being a prize just because of like the attitude that they took throughout the whole show mm-hmm. of like, we did it. We lit, we lived on Mars back to earth, LOL. <laughs> Everyone else was like too serious. Yes. So serious. Very serious. Should I mean, should we say who we who we would want for season two? Even though we don't want yes. a season two. <laughs> but who would we cast? Okay, so I did do like a quick just sort of like look at the like who they cast to start with to be like, what are we working with here? Mm-hmm. And there were six athletes, two actors, four reality TV people, which was like two Bravo, one Bachelor, and then I put Kat Cora in that. Mm-hmm. And then one musician in Tanache and then one Nepo baby, like one child of two <laughs> stars. Like why was Tallulah Willis there? I just, let's name it. And the actors were both famous in their youth and then still working, but at, on what we don't know. This. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> so, so yeah. Do we want to cast in that category? Maybe we just talk about people who we'd want to see do it in those categories. We don't have to make mm-hmm. a whole thing, you know? So like athletes, who do we want? They had a WWE, an Olympian, two NFL, one NBA, and then he who shall not be named, aka Lance Armstrong. A real astronaut. <laughs> I, this. I vote Venus Williams. She has the personality where she would like go with it and act like she cared and like just be kind of cheesy. So I, I also vote- think she'd be competitive. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> honestly either of the Williamses but Serena is like busy yeah. a <laughs> L- little bit um I gotta go full himbo like give me one of the Kelsey brothers <gasps> give me like a big beefy unserious Ron Gronkowski <laughs> give me Gronk give me <laughs> Gronk his base commander like 
just someone who's like there to be playful but can still do the challenges but just yeah. be so unserious like kind of like Marshawn okay, but speaking of Marshawn though have a little you guys beefier because he's in that movie Bottoms yeah uh he's do you, but did you see why he'd wanted to be in it no apparently his sister is a lesbian and he felt like he didn't do a good job supporting her when she came out and he was like I just want to like give back to the community and I was weeping I was openly weeping reading this I was like Marshawn that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard he's like my sister and I are good like she and I have a beautiful relationship now like it's not about that it's like he's Mm -hmm. like I just didn't do a good job being an ally so he's like I just wanted to be in this movie he's like I asked to be in this movie I I was like do I am I in love with you I don't know (laughs) on this the planet of Mars I was like, oh no. But yeah, like a Marshawn type situation. Yes, I agree. Just like a like an unserious athlete who can compete but is like kind of choosing not to because the whole thing is BS. You know who I want to be on this? I want Jeremy Lin to be on this. Do you remember when he was like the yeah. this was like a while ago, but basketball start, but he was like played for Harvard and people were just like, Who is this kid? He was like this Asian kid and he just was pretty good at basketball and like now plays like overseas somewhere but he had this huge hype around him because he was just like this young Asian kid who like no one expected to actually be good at basketball then he was like having this like rip-roaring season at Harvard and like I think he declared for the NBA draft and was maybe in the NBA for a little bit I think he played for the Hornets for a bit and then now he plays like overseas but I'm like I feel like he would be fun because he was just like a nerdy guy who happened to play basketball on a large stage (laughs) I I think he could benefit put Jeremy Mm -hmm. Lin I also vote for Shaq because Shaq is actually hilarious. Like as a commentator, he says the most random thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, he'd be a good one. He'd be a good one. Oh. I love Shaq. Also, wow. literally anybody from the WWE. Honestly, like, put and the I mean Miz like there. the real WWE, not Ronda Rousey's WWE, because they can commit to a bit. The Miz the Miz the Miz has already been on so much reality television put him on put him on put him on you cowards so who are we saying we want as our athletes we want Venus Williams the Miz our our budget's higher honestly I think our budget's higher that's why they Uh, can't give a prize (laughs) they have to pay these people to just show up Mm -hmm. um we want the Miz Venus Williams who are the other ones we just said Shaq Shaq um Gronk. <laughs> one of the Kelsey brothers and Jeremy Lin. Done. Amazing. Okay, great. I don't need to have anyone from the biking. We can leave that in the past. We can skip um, who are our two actors that we're going to pl- have that are like kind of famous from their childhood? I would like to present for the group. Yes. Not a specific person, but we need somebody British. This show is seriously lacking a British person. Gosh. Um, because okay you know like what? it just it brings Andy a different... Richter was as close as we got to like British humor energy Andy Richter mm-hmm. was as close, and we needed yeah like a British and he was gone too soon yeah I um, agree he didn't last mm-hmm. long enough and it was rude is, um, is Alan coming British because... he's technically Scottish well he's, he's too he's... good for it but we he... need like more of a goober yeah. than that oh god he's like a British like... child star you know what's weird is all that's coming to mind is Lindsay Lohan and the Parent Trap. Not British. <laughs> Not British. Couldn't uh, be further from it, honestly. What about someone from Harry Potter? Ooh, yeah, like someone who was in the Harry Potter series, but oh my like gosh, now no, is in nothing. It used to be Seamus Finnegan. Yeah. <laughs> the one like, who used to so light everything random. on fire. Yeah. 
and people like wouldn't know who it was and then they'd throw up the picture of him like with the like black all over his face because he blew everything up and we'd be like there he is that's who we need yeah okay so I'm gonna look up his name and then we need one more I feel like it needs to be someone from like a comedy too like oh my gosh the guy okay I'm gonna show you his picture hold on so wait the guy from Harry Potter is his name is Devin Murray the guy from Harry Potter welcome to Mars Devin welcome to mars devin the ai would also troll him so hard and that would be important to me but i feel like we need like a comedy guy similar to um what's his face super bad yeah mclovin there we go Mm -hmm. like this guy he was in she's out of my league oh jay jay would work but this guy too tj biller yeah but like maybe too famous yeah that's the thing like who is like too recognizable yeah but Mm -hmm. i I get where you're going. Like that type of vibe. Like you're yeah. in the comedy sphere. For the for the listeners, that was TJ Miller that you pulled up, by the way. TJ Miller, sorry. I like just TJ realized Miller. we did not say his name. Say his name. <laughs> but yeah, someone like that where it's like, we we know who you are. But nobody knows your name. <laughs> but no one could tell you your name. Okay, who are we bringing from reality TV? Reality. How many were there? There were two Bravo, one Bachelor, one Iron Chef. Okay. But we can just. I would like someone from Below Deck. Kate. I want Kate Chastain always. Too too famous, but I'm saying yes. Yeah. Because, like, Captain Sandy's not going to do it or something. You know what I mean? But, like... Oh, my God. But can you imagine? Captain Sandy would be... Captain Sandy would be Kat Cora. I can guarantee you right now they're the same. They are the the same same. font. They're the same person, different font. So, honestly, maybe Captain Sandy. Captain Sandy would be hilarious on this show. She'd want to be base commander every week. And they'd all be like no and she'd be like but i am literally a commander of a boat or like who's the woman that was really hated who used to be one of the trainers on the biggest loser what's her name jillian michaels she's so scary but yeah like that's a good vibe too jillian michaels honestly put her in captain sandy and they'd whip everybody into shape whipped into shape sorry that's that's for the legally blonde girlies out there <laughs> it's me i'm girlies Stacey, who do you want from the bravo universe do you want a housewife you want to pick one if we're gonna do a house oh ashley darby from real housewives of potomac you she... want ashley darby on the show be great. i love it <laughs> you know the housewives better than we do so her. honestly put sheena shea from vanderpump on there too <laughs> oh i actually forgot schwartz was even on this show never forget schwartz was on there and he only went home because it was a double elimination and i have deep regret oh anytime i put it on my mom was like i don't want to watch this if he's gone I was like, <laughs> that's how i felt also there was confirmation in the show that they filmed in april may because it was mother's day <laughs> do you know what i mean and i was yes. like i heard that and i was like Oh, they actually Timeline. made a film in that random time. Yes. Okay, really quick hits. Two comedians, a musician, and a Nepo baby. Go. Two comedians? I don't know any comedians besides, like, Kevin Hart. Not Trevor Noah to do it. Can, can they be, like, can they be, like, like internet comedians? Like, Brittany Broski? Like, oh. No, I. that's now? the answer. I want Brittany Broski and no one else. Too famous, though, I think. But, but like, similar vibes. Put Brittany Broski on Mars. She would make a farce of it. It would be so funny. <laughs> so Brittany Broski has to be one of them we're making a cast this show is absolutely not getting a season two so we're making a fantasy cast anyway Brittany Broski could you imagine if it does though and even one of these people shows up I'd be like we are so smart <laughs> Brittany Broski is a perfect 
example. Absolutely. One, the musician has to be like Normani or Ali Brooke, like one of the girls from Fifth Harmony who's like not famous mm-hmm. enough. I think it has to someone be someone that you Brooke. only know who they are when you're like, oh, they were part of this group. And you're like, oh, yeah, it yeah. has to be Ali Brooke. Ali Brooke. That's who it is. We're going to go Ali Brooke, who's another comedian. All I think are like the TikTok people, like, you know, the girl. <gasps> Put Matt Rife on there. Sure. <laughs> The girlies would watch. If you put Matt Rife on Stars on Mars, viewership would go up 100%. To be fair, it was severely lacking hot people. <laughs> I said what I said. You said what you said, and I agree. Maybe there were people who were better looking when they were younger, but... It was a lot of older, like... Like, I would like some eye candy, please. Put Matt Rife on there. Even Schwartz. He was, like, as good as it got. And that's And sad. then he, you sent him home. Oh, my goodness. Like, Tanache was beautiful. Portia was beautiful, but that's not what I'm here for. I don't play for that team, so it's no. like... But they were so beautiful. Okay. What's yes. like... A Nepo baby. Oh. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> ben Platt. <laughs> who's like a Nepo baby who's so, like, untalented? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel like the ones you hear about are the ones that are talented. Like Maya Hawk. Like, she doesn't yeah. need the show. She's doing real work. Is she yeah. a Nepo baby for sure? Is she a good so actress Platt, for sure? Talented. Mm-hmm. Chet Hanks. He can be. He can be the controversial one. He can be the Lance. We did it. Done. And that's your season two cast. Chet Hanks. You're welcome. Yeah. So guys, I don't know if we'll ever revisit this show. I hope you guys watched because we watched and also found it silly and it was still fun. It was just very silly. You know what's crazy is I don't think I don't think we'll revisit it, but we will reference it. <laughs> it will come up. It, it's now part of the lore. A disproportionate amount, I think. <laughs> part of these reality lore. So many of the survivors of season 35 to the cast of Stars on Mars season one and like just get ready for it. But it's part of the escaping reality lore now. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, thanks for listening. We are, we are going to be doing a teaser like draft thing for season 45. So keep an ear to the ground. It's coming. We might have some special guests. You never know. You never know. So be on the lookout. It'll either be out the week before the first episode or the week, like the day of the first episode drops. So just like keep that in mind. We're so excited for the new season. I have done no research about the people yet. So except for watch that one video that Anna sent us about the coconut. Yeah, the one, if if you're listening and you've seen it, it was on Instagram and everybody is like passing a coconut and like doing a little bit with the coconut. Um, And I think I'm going to judge the entire cast just based on how I think they perform in that video. And I think Anna, once again, will be successful more so than me or Stacey in picking people. So if you want to base your cast assessment on that video of the coconut, go forth. If you can't find it, we can send it to you. Just DM us. Okay. That being said, we'll see you for Survivor Season 35. I hope you had a beautiful summer. 45. Did I say 35? I did that again. 45. I hate myself. See you for Survivor Season 45. Starts airing on CBS uh, September 27th. I am not in SAG or WGA, so I guess I can promote a television show for one of the studios, but make a fair deal. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you.